0: Entertainment.
1: I, dot I e. love the way you say film. And you're very welcome to the film show. I'm my shirt and that's Brian Lloyd. That's Steve Alumbi. And uh, on the on the sound there, producer Dave isn't here. It's Owen Renan. Oh, hello. No! Like oh, I'm working yeah. with you for the good of you. How do you actually pronounce your name? Owen oh, Ronane. 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 I like yeah. Renan. Yeah. I like well, Yeah, yeah
0: I, I was... Yeah, well, like it's, it's Ronane. Like, it's not...
1: Like, It's my playful banter.
0: It's kind of endearing. I like hearing <laughs> See, there you the, go. So. Ah,
1: all Don't right. Uh, okay. You had a bit of playful banter, Brian, um, during the week with former Entertainment.E employee Maximilian Ramsbottom, who pointed out uh, an error last week that we really should clarify. Would you like to... Would you like to tell the people what that era was? Yeah,
0: well clarify. basically what he said was, was that was Nicole I thought I said that Nicole Halofsener mm. had but written.
2: But me and Dee were like, yeah, all right, we just yeah. <laughs> we we she, trusted his authority. Yeah, yeah she had editor. written
0: I, I said that she had written if uh And directed, and Rit- directed. Written, written and directed Can You Ever Forgive Me and Can You Ever Forgive Me was co written by mm-hmm.
1: Marielle Heller.
2: No, no, Marielle Heller directed it. Directed it, sorry. And Nicole co wrote it.
1: Correct. There you are. Thank God for Deirdre to, That's gonna, all I can say. If we're going to talk
0: about mistakes, uh, I feel there's another mistake that happened last week that you did.
1: You talked about the opening?
0: Correct! Yes. Last week on this show, <laughs> he called it the movie show. It hasn't it? been called a movie show in... Literally months, and I you did. got it Think wrong. It like year. Do you know
1: what? I'm just, I'm just glad. I'm sorry, I no, I just smack there. I'm sorry. The I'm, I'm just glad you watched the show. To be honest, oh you no, 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 yes, I'm just glad I watched watch the, the show. show. I have a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot going on. And I was you know, waiting I got to host the thing as well. So
0: yeah, and I was just There's... waiting, waiting. I was sitting here primed and ready. But you got two things wrong
1: before it. you even said that. But anyway, let's talk about the Super Bowl trailers, dear to Um I have no interest. Really, apart from us, which I thought looked phenomenal, mm-hmm. uh, the Super Bowl trailer. I think that's a really fascinating yeah. Um, yeah. angle for a horror movie. And um, before we go to us, because I know you guys want to talk about that, mm-hmm. Infinity War again,
2: yeah, Endgame, Endgame, whatever. It's the one after Infinity War.
1: <laughs> what, it was. It's all like, ooh, Moody.
2: Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it's essentially just like thirty seconds, isn't it? Thirty yeah. seconds of them looking somber and dramatic. Like it doesn't show we doubt any, This so. is the end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What do you think of
2: it?
0: Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, like, okay, I get what they're doing. I get that they're building up and they're all like, we're angry and this is round two and we're going to get everything back. But it's just, there's a part of where you're kind of like, I don't know, it's just, it's it's so kind of obvious, isn't it? Like the kind of thing Mm -hmm. of like, oh, it's got to be dark and it's got to be somber or else it can't be taken seriously. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I am excited to see it though I am really excited to see it like mm-hmm. I mean you look at that and then you look at the, the trailer that was out for Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel is kind of yep. like hey let's have some fun and we're going to yeah. go higher first high, what is it high, higher faster further that's like the tagline which is a cool tagline and it's just all really more very
2: Danger Zone-esque yeah tagline. exactly
0: yeah <laughs> totally it's like Top Gun like both Brie Larson and she's a superhero yeah but like yeah I totally watched that very cool so um,
2: yeah
1: you just meh to Marvel in general now. I know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I get it, yeah, I get just, that. Just I'm over, there's too many of them, yeah. and they keep coming.
2: But they keep making money. Like, it is fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to get cynical about them all. And to say that they're all essentially the same, which they kind (laughs) of are. I was also... (laughs) No, but I still, like, massively enjoy them and I'm a big superhero fan and everything. But there are several of them that are quite interchangeable. Like, for me, like, the low point was probably Dr. Strange. Though I do think that they've produced some better ones since.
1: What are they at with that goatee? Like, it it was so ridiculous. Benedict Cumberbatch's head shape does not... You know, fit that that facial hair. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for that, Brian. Yeah. Okay, the other end of the spectrum and something that looks staggeringly original is Us. This looks Mm. phenomenal.
0: This looks so cool. This is a Jordan Peele sequel to... Or sorry, it's follow-up to Get Out. And again, it's the whole thing of like, there's so much going on and you know it's going to be so deep and intense and just really mess with you and Mm -hmm. get under your skin. I am so excited to see us. I really, really want to see it. Um the general kind of thing is it's a family goes off on this uh, trip to Santa Cruz with their friends. Love Santa Cruz. I've with once beautiful uh, Santa nice. Barbara. There, as well. They
1: went on j J1. Anyway, that was a yeah. nice little exchange. Sorry, sorry. this yeah. nice little banter.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so the family goes to uh Santa Cruz and while they're there, they're attacked by these people who look exactly like them. They're basically their carbon copies. Mm. And then it's sort of like you know, I have some theories about it. There's an article on site about it. But I think what it is is that it's it's basically the the, the family's worst aspects of themselves, but heightened to 100. Yeah. Because, like, the little kid always wears this, like, weird kind of um monster mask. And then his evil clone has this weird surgical mask on all the time. and so It's just, it's really good. It's going to be so, so weird. And I can't wait to see it.
1: Jordan P. D. is mm. he's the man right now, isn't he?
2: Oh, yeah. Because yeah. there's,
1: another, there's another Twilight Zone. He's hosting yeah. a new Twilight Zone series. And there's another oh, new Super yeah, Ball there was a that. trailer
2: for that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean... The one I'm really excited for is Toy Story 4. I don't oh, yeah. know. I think it's because I'm a big chicken when it comes to like horror and everything. And like, I definitely will check out Us because I thought, you know, Get Out was great. I don't know if it was as good as everyone built it up to be, but it was really good. And I think that Us is going to be another, like just really original, yeah. solid horror movie because I much prefer ones that actually have something else kind of going on and some kind of social commentary running through them rather than ones that are just frights. But no, Toy Story 4 was yeah. the one I was most excited for. And you got to see both people for the first time and there was like an official like synopsis released with it and everything I don't know if it looks as strong or as solid as the previous chapters but with Tim Allen and Tom Hanks both saying that like the f- final couple of scenes in the movie had them in tears. Like, I'm really excited to go see that and revisit my childhood and be falling yeah. again.
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, I haven't seen the third one yet. It's really
2: good. <gasps> How have you good. not seen it? It's so good.
1: Yeah. It's really good. I don't, really I don't good. have any children to take. Yeah, but, no. like, you can watch it yourself. Yeah. Like, you're allowed.
2: You,
0: you can, like, we're you oh, story, I think you're allowed. It's like same with The Incredibles as well. Yeah, right. exactly. You can kind of crossover.
1: Crossover, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, before we move on to Baptist of this weekend, yes. does anybody care? Do people not still
2: care really. about Baptist?
1: I
0: don't think so. Um,
2: There hasn't, you know, there actually hasn't been a lot of kind of media momentum about them or something. I don't know you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, they're this Sunday. I mean, like, the the nominations are all pretty much exactly what you'd expect. I'll just go through them really quickly. For Best Film, it's Black Klansman, The Favourite, Green Book, Roma, and A Star Is Born. Now, the BAFTAs, it's British, Mm. so I think you're going to see The Favourite pick this up for Best Film. For Outstanding British Film, you have The Favourite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Beast, McQueen, Stan and Ollie, and you were never really here. There's
1: so many stretches there for that, for those being British film. So. Yeah.
0: Like, Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody.
1: Like, that was like... Yeah, it's a 20th century Fox movie. T- yeah. I mean, I know. Fletcher directed it for two weeks. Like, yeah, for two weeks.
0: And like, a lot of more British f- film and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's
2: to do with extensive, like, isn't it to do with like production or something as yeah, well as so, like, like the producers or yeah like,
1: but like yeah. It, the, the favorite the element pictures it's an irish production yeah. company mm.
0: and it was backed by film four who are english so like it's yeah i mean the favorite is co-production yeah, yeah. yeah um i would not be surprised if bohemian rhapsody won outstanding british film and then F- the favorite won in best film that's yeah, where i think it'll yeah, like.
2: play that's possible yeah
1: Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares until the Oscars come up in the end of February. And, yeah. they, can't, and they can't come soon enough, to be honest. And on the side, I did watch and um, Can You Ever Forgive Me over the weekend. I hmm. uh, went to see it and Ithomeless McCarthy was spectacular. I thought she was amazing. It's one of the best performances I've seen in the last 12 months. So I hope she wins, but she won't, though. Will she do? No. I think it's just too tough competition. No. I mean,
2: it's pretty much it's pretty much between Glenn Close and Lady Gaga and possibly Olivia Colman at yeah. this point, you know. She doesn't
1: seem to be doing the tug-thumping to... You know, yeah. all the publicity that they do around the Oscar yeah. Series, yeah,
2: Yeah, but I think that with those... Like, she is always there at the awards. She yeah. is constantly being nominated alongside them. It's just that the awards are going to the other ladies. So what can you do in that situation? What are you, you going to do?
1: What are you going to do? Uh, Brian, you wrote uh, a really interesting piece on the site um, over the weekend. Still read the site. Big fan of yours. Uh, on the final scene in Heat, is this part of a new series, Brian Lloyd?
0: Yes, it is. And I hear that it is a thing in Sight and Sound magazine, dear. I'm,
2: I'm not sure.
0: DD uh, just <laughs>
1: pointed that out to Brian and kind of kind of urinate all over his chips. Yeah,
0: just totally. Ooh, just do you have to bright. say it's a <laughs> uh,
1: I didn't want to. I didn't want to be crass. I wanted to use the right.
0: Yeah, so it's basically about, like, the last, yeah, no, it's basically about, like, the last, like, few minutes in uh, movies and just, like, a sort of... You're really
1: really selling that.
0: (laughs) I just, I just, I'm I'm really worried now that, like, okay, I didn't know that it was insane. So next time you go
2: to uh, News Agents, Sight & Sound, it's literally the last page of the magazine. I am
0: familiar with the the magazine. I didn't know that they had a thing in it about final scenes.
1: Anyway, 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 Brian Lloyd, Brian M. Lloyd, what Sight & Sound don't have, I can tell you that much. Actually, I really can't tell you that much, but they don't have nine useless pieces of trivia about he, so Let's see that now. For the
0: daylight bank robbery shootout scene, Michael Mann insisted on using extra loud rounds in everyone's rifles. He then recorded the audio of the shots as they took place during filming, which is why it sounds so authentic. Keanu Reeves was offered and turned down the role of Chris Scheherlis, which eventually went to Val Kilmer. Ted Levine, who played Detective Bosco, was originally offered the role of Wayne God, I really hope Saints Sound doesn't have a useless <laughs> trivia. I'm so excited. No, I don't
2: think they do. I don't think they do. I really didn't know about the final scene thing,
0: though. I'm worried now. I like, I would hate to think that it. Just it just
2: subconsciously went into you, sure. I did, I you didn't, didn't steal it on purpose, clearly, you know? You know? Don't worry about it I didn't, it too I didn't much.
0: even know that they did it. I didn't even know that they did it. I'm going to check that out now. <laughs>
2: You, so, uh, so that you can write to them and apologize. Yeah. I'm really sorry, but <laughs> did you ever see did you ever watch that show Sun, uh
1: Studio 60 on a Sunset Strip? There's oh, a whole yeah. episode mm-hmm. about um it's, it's an Iron Sorkin series with um mm-hmm. Bradley Wiffle yeah. and um Chandler Bing, Matthew Perry. Really yeah. it was really good and really it was bad. It's like two seasons. And, yeah, it was like okay. one he got one season. Oh, wow. but there's a whole episode of basically SNL. It's based on SNL, based mm-hmm. on the production of SNL, um, loosely. And there's a whole episode about how they write a joke and somebody else already had that joke. Mm. And it's like for comedians, it's the absolute worst thing yeah. ever. They are I'm now.
0: just having, the, I'm having that right now as we're doing this. <laughs> well, you're like, used to being... My hands are getting all sweaty, like <laughs> just thinking about this. Like,
1: mom's spaghetti, you're gonna do the rest of the song. Is that Eminem? Yes, yes, anyway. Um, Christoph Waltz, Brian, you went over to to land in town. I isn't? did, and uh, I always do a really bad act, love every, yeah, time. It. It. every time, every time, it. did a pretty old doing it. comedic it. effect on bail me out here. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you went to all producer Dave there. That was wow. very producer Dave. That was Dave. very that was producer very Dave producer oh, yeah. you've, from you've, his very
0: producer wit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Borrowing his essence, I would say. Borrowing his essence. Uh, anyway, you cut up Oscar winner Christoph Waltz, Robert Rodriguez. I sure did. Um, we're going to show some of the Christoph Waltz interview now. How did you get on? Because he's a funny old fish, is Christoph. Lovely, though.
0: Yeah, it, it, like he's a very cool guy. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be in the clip, but we talked about Brexit a lot. Because um, like literally, like, okay, right. so I'll tell you the story. And this is, like, diverting a little bit, but I'll get into it, right? So basically, I walked in, and you were in my head the entire time. He's in your head. Right in there, he was like, yeah, Christoph Waltz is a re- really funny fish. Like, he's very, very hard to interview. Like, just, just be aware of it. Be aware of it. I was like, oh, No, I didn't. You did. No, I you didn't. You did. The whole day before I left, you like, like, yeah, Christoph Waltz is really difficult. You've got to be careful with him. I was like, oh, Christ. So I was walking in. Pooing myself in fear of what was going to happen, right? And then I thought, I know. I know a little bit of German. I'll talk German to him first. Maybe that will kind of...
2: <laughs> well, no, but just to kind of—did you think that was a good idea? To put him at ease, but it has to be immaculate. Do you know how good a linguist Christoph Waltz is? I do,
1: but I'm pretty—I was it feeling confident. I could have, backfired. Could have I, backfired, but it went okay. It went okay, yeah. Okay.
0: It went well. fine, yeah. Spoke a little bit of German first, and then sat down, and I said, "Look, I says I've exhausted all of my German. I apologize." And he
1: said, "No, it was good. Every glad you made an effort." Yeah,
0: glad that I made an yeah, effort. And,
1: when I, when I, I interviewed him for water for elephants years ago, and we're going to get to the interview now. But yeah. I interviewed him for water for elephants years ago, and some of the journalists in the UK were coming out and like, "Oh, god." But yeah, he didn't like talking about the character. It's just something mm. that he doesn't like yeah. and that seemed kind of tricky. I got, I had a really great interview with him. If you want to look it up on YouTube, yeah, or YouTube. Um,
0: no, but yeah, funny enough, yeah, we talked about the character. talked about how he works with like CGI and stuff like that because he doesn't do a lot of these kind of very CGI. Okay, let's things. let's
1: mm. show a clip of the interview, and then we'll get back and we'll talk about the movie.
3: Aren't you glad that you're from Ireland and not from Britain?
0: Are you talking about it, uh, weather? Are you talking about the politics? Are you talking about all of it?
3: I'm talking about the insanity.
0: Of Brexit. I can tell you as an Irishman that it's basically like watching your neighbor shoot their foot off. And we're kind of watching and thinking, Christ, are they really gonna go through with it?
3: If it were only the foot. Yeah. You you could say, well, fine, it's a foot. Yeah. They seem to be shooting themselves in the head.
0: Yeah, but then there's the other part of it as well, is that that's all well and good if they want to do that, but we're standing right next to them, so the bullet could come out one side and then hit us. Yeah, that's
3: an old tradition, isn't it?
0: Yeah. How does any of that relate to Elita? It doesn't. Um, can I ask, with a film like this where there's a lot, of, um, a lot of CGI, I know a lot of actors kind of think of it as experimental theatre, is that your perception of it?
3: Um, no. No, because in in the so-called experimental theater, uh, the experiment lies in let's say the theatrical. Yeah. Um, not so. That's well, an interesting thought. Um, not so much in the theater machinery. Yeah. And really, if the experimental theater exhausts itself in the experiment, sure. It's more about the actors on stage experimenting and uh, the audience um, sitting down there and going, you know, can please get on with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what I'm I'm actually um, um, pointing at is in order to engage the audience, um, it needs to be recognizable for them, meaning um, human behavior should be as, as the audience, I mean, human behavior on a stage yeah. and on a screen, um, especially if we're talking about this more conventional yeah. realm, should be recognizable as, as the world that we live in. Yeah, That's why, why science fiction, I think, is a great genre to talk about our world. Very true. Because it is a setting mm. that can experiment and um, envision a world as we fear it could turn into, yet told via the behavior of something, um, you know, of, via behavior that we recognize. Yeah, that is relatable. humans.
1: Yeah. So this one is produced by James Cameron. Both you guys have seen this one. Yeah. This one is produced yeah. by James Cameron.
2: And um, co-written.
1: Co-written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And it's not getting great reviews in general. I'm not sure what you thought of it, Dee, but $200 million. Robert Rodriguez generally makes some cheap. This is a big one for Yeah,
2: I didn't think it was very good, to be honest. There was just kind of nothing new to the table. I found it extremely dull. I found that it wasn't like kind of, it wasn't building any kind of momentum. It wasn't really going anywhere. And it was two hours and 20 minutes long. And you really felt every minute of it. And then, of course, and another James Cameron trait you had in it was there was a really annoying ending, which basically just set it up for a sequel. And it was so kind of hamily done and so obvious and transparent that it just it just made me kind of annoyed leaving it now mind you i will point out that i went um to this film actually with my dad and little sister who i often bring to movies and they both really really enjoyed it so oh, okay. i think that there is going to be an audience there lisha was saying in particular that she thinks that like young girls her age would quite like it you know so it's that kind of sci-fi yeah. you know Maybe there's a teenage audience there, maybe. although, mind you, I would point out that it doesn't really feel like they're being marketed to with this. Correct. So it's, maybe it's, there's a gap there. It feels
1: like a real action movie. Yeah. yeah, that's how it's been marketed, Brian, is it? Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, like in the interview with Robert Rodriguez, he was basically saying, "Look, I wanted to make this like a James Cameron film. I wanted, hmm. I didn't want to put his style into it. I wanted to make it look like his." And yeah, like I was that's watching. That's Probably not a good idea. Not really. No, but Robert Rodriguez is, is very good. Yeah, yeah and I he mean, is. he
2: was hired yeah. for putting a Robert Rodriguez stamp on it. You know, like like it or hate it, it is a very kind of distinct look, you yeah. know, that it goes for with his films. Yeah, and everything, but then again, so. like
0: Spy Kids did, has went to poo and like. When, Machete, he a, yeah, when he made a few, I of think them he a few, did well. He did well, but I'm yeah, saying like, like he's in the last one, he did didn't do well. Like and Machete, didn't do well yeah, either. Yeah, like,
1: I think Machete yeah. found an audience. I don't think Sin City two did well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think he's one of those incredibly innovative directors who. Um, I think probably when he gets the right material, can really yeah. knock it out yeah, of the park. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. And Desperado, and like, I, yeah. I know you're not a fan, but I love from Russell On. Yeah. As ridiculous as mm-hmm. it is.
0: No, Desperado is like, I love Desperado. Yeah. It's a great I film. I love but... the
2: two Sin City films. I mean, I know that Sin City 2 was problematic, but it's just, oh, it's just so gorgeous. I know it, it is, yeah. It's both. incredible. Yeah. Like,
0: the idea of, like, doing it that way, like, mm-hmm. in the black and white, like so At cool. At the time, the
1: first one was incredibly awesome. Oh, yeah. So cool. Remember everybody was, like, blown away by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the let's talk briefly about Boy Race. We've got a couple more reviews to get through. Yes. I really enjoyed this mm-hmm. and it was one of those that it was so subtle and underplayed. Uh, Joel Edgerton directs, he's in it as well. Yeah. Um, Russell yeah. Crowe is brilliant in this and it's a really tricky yeah. role too. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple of movies about gay conversion therapy mm-hmm. um, to come out in the last year. Was, was it Beautiful Boy, the other one?
0: Uh, no, The Miseducation of Cameron Post. It oh, was the, the one problems. with uh, yeah. Chloe, yeah. Moretz. Yeah. Chloe Moretz.
1: Moretz. Uh, did it have the same effect with you?
2: Um, I found this a really, really harrowing emotional watch. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. Like to think that this is Joel Edgerton's, this is only his second feature he that he's gift. directed yeah. after The Gift. Yeah, to think that he has this kind of power and confidence as a director and this kind of strength of vision. I'm really, really excited to see what he does next and everything. It's just, it's a really, God, just thinking about him getting so emotional because you feel so much for those kids and everything they're going through it in that, like, environment and everything. And it's not necessarily the physical violence, the physical stuff that they have to go th- through, but the emotional violence, you know, just how harrowing and subtle and how they just, like, kind of p- bring them down is just so, so horrible to watch. Um, another interesting kind of, just on a side note um, Flea can actually act apparently Red Hot Chili Peppers Flea is in this movie and he plays like one of the um, like kind of therapists who's working there and he is so evil like he is a mean mean man and he's really really good and I never thought that he could act and there you go
0: the only thing I kind of know from and this is like showing my age here is like Back to the Future he was one of the bad guys, in it? Oh yeah. And uh Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski.
1: yeah, he, he was one of the nihilists. One of the nihilists, yeah, yeah. He looks like a nihilist.
0: Yeah. I said we're talking like t- to awesome. Catavya Johnson. <laughs> um that's all I know him from. Like, is 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 that like I didn't realize he was... I mean, it's
2: a fair it's a fairly small number. Yeah, up, sure. You know, he's a couple of significant
1: teams, but he's one really significant team but he was hedges. Yes, yeah, um, when they're in the in in men's
2: room, yeah. yeah. That guy is like yeah. he's, he's just
1: he's like yeah, the he's like Oh, you're kind of a though Jake Hall's young, still he's yeah. 38, but he's yeah. the new kind yeah. of the sort of material that he's choosing, it's very similar vibe. So, it's uh, it's very good, it's a very good yes. film, and um, very good performances. Nicole Kidman is great in it too, Joel Edgerton's in it also is great in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of creeped under the radar a little bit for award season, which is how these movies get um notice and, and some semblance of box office, but yeah, highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, if Beale Street could talk. Is an, actually another Oscar contender. Yeah. Um. Been nominated? Has it been nominated for a couple of screenplays
2: screenplay? Three. Screenplay, yeah. score, and supporting actress. So this Regina is yeah, for Regina King.
1: King. So this is this is Barry Jenkins who directed Moonlight last yeah. year. one Won Best Picture last. Was it the year before or last?
2: Two years ago. Two yeah. years ago.
1: I missed all that fiasco. Last yeah.
2: year was the Sex with the Fish year. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought you think I've just blocked that out of my brain because so. it's so weird. <laughs> bestiality with a fish nobody wants to see that not anyway matter. Brian you you gave this one five stars I did
0: this is brilliant this is so good this is so so good like it's so gorgeous and really well acted and really well written it's based on the novel by James Baldwin um, the guy Stefan James we have a feature interview with him um, on site it'll be on site this week um, but yeah no this was incredible this was like, was like if you ever saw Moonlight there's a whole thing in Moonlight where it like the camera literally just, like, zooms in on the character as they're kind of talking or whatever. And it's really kind of... It makes you kind of focus in on the character, if that makes sense. It makes you really kind of think about them and just... It it really messes with you when you see it up on a Mm. big screen. And they do it a lot in If Beale Street Could Talk, and it really makes you think about this couple. The story is it's this couple. He's um, uh, falsely accused of uh, raping a woman, and then he's arrested and sent to prison. And the family, his family on the outside, are basically trying to get him off. And all while this is happening, his uh, girlfriend uh, is pregnant with their first child. So it's him, it's her, trying to navigate being a single mother. Her family and the family around are trying to work up enough money to pay for a solicitor to get him off. And all while this is happening, he's slowly deteriorating in prison and getting worse and worse and worse. Mm
1: and it's just oh god it, this sounds harrowing no but you see that's it know. you would think you would hearing
0: that you'd think
1: oh god it's gonna be so depressing it's, it's not, not it's not that depressing it's just like you know when it's <clears throat> you, you know it's just harrowing it just sounds yeah. like a horrible
0: yeah but it's more like anybody
1: with any semblance of empathy sure know? yeah
0: but I mean it's not like Michael Inside for example it's not about the prison story it's about the love story between the two of them like it's very very romantic like I get why they're putting it out you Know 8th of February, because like, it's a perfect Valentine's movie, mm-hmm.
2: like, it's an it, intense Valentine's, Day it's movie, intense, but, but like
0: it's, it really is about yeah. like how you know being in love can actually shape a person and actually make them better, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing of like knowing somebody so well that if something terrible happens to them, you feel it just as bad as. If it happened to yourself, like, mm. you know, that like, kind of way. But it's really, really good. Like, Stephen James is fantastic. And I can see why Regina King is getting all the Best Supporting Actress nominations. It
1: because it was that age when she didn't. When, was she won the Golden Globe, or she was nominated for Golden
0: Globe. I think
2: she wasn't nominated for the SAG Oh, no, I, 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 mean, I just yeah. remember people
1: being like, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, no, totally. To her, yeah. yeah, completely. Like, she should, like, out of all the categories this year where there's, like, a runaway favourite, it's her. Like, she is given the Best Supporting Actress performance, I think, mm. of the year. Yeah. And her winning it, I think, is right. Um, I'm surprised this wasn't nominated for Best Picture and stuff like that. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm
2: really shocked at that. I think it's actually one of the biggest shutouts. Because, like, it's actually such a better movie yeah. than so many of the Best Picture yeah. nominees that we have this year.
0: Yeah, like, I got to see Roma over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was grand.
2: No, Roma's really good. It was grand.
0: No, don't Roma's give me that. really it good. It was grand. No,
2: you don't give me that. It was grand. Roma's Grant. excellent.
1: Oh, well, we might need to get you in here to break this up. Roma was grand. Roma.
0: <laughs> Have you I seen haven't. it? No, I haven't seen it. No. Yeah,
1: it's see there you go. On
2: Netflix and no one has. <laughs> no, nobody's it. watching. Like it's it.
1: literally so easy to watch. All you have to do is scroll yeah. past. I, have no I don't excuse.
0: know. But this is it. No, because like it's it's hilarious. Because like if Beale Street could talk, you know, like it's probably going to get like it's getting a release. You know that kind of. But it's yeah. kind of, like a lot of these Oscar films, like they're kind of come and go from cinemas, like. Roma is on Netflix. You literally turn on
1: Netflix. People are like, nah, I'm going to watch another three episodes of Friends. You know what I mean? That I've seen 16 times already. Jesus. But it's the one where Chandler says something witty and, you know, he's neurotic. But,
0: like, it's gas though. Like, I saw Roma and Mm. it was good. But... At no point was he thinking, "Oh shit, this is absolutely a best picture nomination. This is going to win everything." Ten nominations.
1: It's hard for movies like that to win with so much hype. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Um, and you know, to to live up to that hype. Definitely. If, if, if one of those had you had a creeped upon, you had a seen her in a film festival or something. Sure. Yeah. or I just had it turned up on Netflix. You might have, uh, might have gotten into it a bit more. No.
0: Yeah, but like, well, yeah. See, that's so the that's thing.
2: Uh, the thing I think that if you'd watched it in a cinema, you would have. Had a Maybe. different experience of it, you that know, because it's a very cinematic movie. Because it's Alfonso Cuarón, and he both like directed yeah. and did the cinematography. And as we know from like Gravity and other films, like his um, oh, no, cinematography sure. is amazing. Like yeah. it's next level stuff. So,
0: yeah. but I, I, but to, to get back to it, feels like could talk. I'm really surprised that it was shut out as badly yeah. as it was. For it sure, is. I d-
2: I agree with that as well. And even for um even for cinematography, because yeah. it's so so beautifully. Shot and it's the same cinematographer that worked on um, Moonlight mm-hmm. actually, um, but yeah, I thought it kind of got shut out of a bunch of categories that it shouldn't have been. The fact that it only got three nominations when, like I said, as an actual film, it's such a higher quality than a lot of the it, ones. It's it interesting to there. see
1: how they would have handled that most popular movie Oscar, like. Yeah, you know, you know given, given there are really popular movies in the best picture category mm-hmm. and maybe they melded the two of them
0: definitely like Human yeah. like yeah. Rhapsody true. and Black Panther I think if they had that best popular film category Bohemian Rhapsody and Black Panther would be, in there but do for you not sure. think
2: it could have been just another matter of um, the Golden Globes in that those categories, uh, like Black Panther, uh, sorry, rather with Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star Is Born, they're like, no, we're going for Best Drama because yeah. we want to be considered like within the higher calibre that they would have just applied yeah. for Best it Film. It feels as like like to best almost almost like a, film, yeah, you know? a
1: participation medal. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So
2: I would have imagined that something similar would have happened like that.
1: Okay, Brian. Before we go, Lego Movie Two is out this weekend. Yeah. Spaceship. Spaceship. I, said, I like spider. the first one a lot. The first one is really yeah. good fun. Mm.
0: Yeah, the first one is great. First one, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, yeah. And like looked unlike anything I've ever seen before. Never seen an animated film as self aware as it was. And then you had the like Lego Batman movie, which was you know, oh, very was good. Fun. Very, very good. Lego Ninjago I movie. That one. You prefer Batman Lego over... Lego
2: Batman to yeah, Lego a movie, yeah. Have, yeah, a lot of people really? yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Ninjago is kind of Was rubbish, bit high. Yeah, yeah. Is
1: that the issue? Ninjago kind of came out and people were like, eh,
2: uh, yeah. 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 Well, see, Ninjago, there's a different history with Ninjago because as far as I understand, that's based on a TV series anyway. So it wasn't so, so much a spin-off from these anyway because okay. it kind of was following its TV series trajectory, I think.
0: Yeah. At any rate, um, yeah. Lego Movie Two. Like, I mean, obviously they can't do what they did in the first Lego Movie because that would kind of defeat the purpose. Because mm. like the whole thing about the Lego Movie was that it's original and it's never been done before, and the whole film is about originality and creativity. So what they do in the second one is basically turn it into a musical. Like there are loads of musical. They do. Like have you seen it? Haven't you? I haven't seen. Oh, I haven't seen. It? I thought you have seen it. Sorry. No. Um Yeah. There's like tons and tons of musical moments in it where they start singing, and like Tiffany Haddish plays this character called Queen Whatever Tiffany Haddish she's so hot right now she's so hot right now she's so cool Um, Queen Whatever Wanabe and she's this like basically like a heart thing but she can change shape it's really weird but when you see it it makes sense Um, it is very good it is not as good as the first one
1: and it I is think, very good
0: it is very good but it's not as good as the first one like it has moments it's very very funny it's very
1: busy in the cinemas isn't it there's a lot else. Yeah, yeah. Like, even this week in particular that's yeah.
2: like four releases this week yeah,
0: yeah. Like, and they're all yeah. really cracking like it's a great week like.
1: it's a great week at the cinema, Brian, great great week week at the cinema. Uh, on Renan if you were to pick one movie this week to go and see what would you go and see
0: um I'd be tempted to see that Lego movie it's a disgrace but it's a good yeah. choice like Family favourites, yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. good. Yeah, no, like it, it is very, very fun. It's a really it's really crowd pleasing like it's really yeah. entertaining.
1: Like what about you, Charlotte? You can't see a boy race because we have a Boyer. great race. Yeah, so, so, yeah, there you go. Me, me and D did some good there. Did some good.
0: There you go, got Here a record. We
1: go. Well that's it for this week. Thanks a for coming in. Thanks on Renan. Producer that will be back next week probably. And thanks to Charlotte Reading production. See you next week. Entertainment I
3: love the way you say film.